Welcome back to our podcast series entitled Friend of the Father, where together we open up God's Word and seek to develop a deeper and more meaningful relationship with Him. If you'd like any more information about who we are and our times of worship, please visit traderspointchurch.org. With that said, please grab your Bibles and join along in our study today. Hello and welcome back to Friend of the Father. We want to thank you for taking some time out of your day to join us and study along as we're going to change uh, the, dis- the direction of our discussion just a little bit as we begin a new section of our study today. Uh, a lot of what we've been talking about over the past several weeks as we talk about building a relationship with God has been in the ways that we communicate with Him. We've looked at uh, some different examples of people in Scripture and the way that they pray to God, the way they talk to God, the way they interact with Him. And we're going to turn our attention now to God speaking to us and what we do with that and the importance of listening to Him and in particular turning to Scripture and, and recognizing the impact that it should have on us as we seek to develop this deeper relationship with God. And so you know, Jeremy, I think we, you and I both talked just a moment ago. We're going to start in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Uh, I think anytime you're going to have a discussion about the importance of Scripture, that's a good place to start because it tells us a lot about uh, the importance that Scripture plays in our lives and really why it should be so impactful to us. So let's, let's start there as we kind of dive into this idea of listening to God and through that listening, developing a deeper relationship with Him. Yeah, Second Timothy chapter three, kind of verses sixteen and seventeen, really give us, you know, that beginning understanding of what separates the Bible from every other book that we have. You know, it, it looks very similar to a lot of other books that we, that we may have and read. It, it, you know, it's got binding, it's got pages, it has words. I mean, it, it looks, you know, on the surface very similar to all other books. But when you get into a passage like Second Timothy chapter three and others as mm-hmm. well you get the indication that it is so very different than all yep. the other books. And mainly, it is the author is the difference. And mm-hmm. and so when you begin to realize, as that passage tells us, that when you're holding the Bible in your hands and you're opening it and you're reading it or you're studying from it, you are reading and you are studying, you are listening per our conversation, to the very words of God, yeah. literal words of God. It is God breathed. That's the idea of, of inspiration. And so when you begin to read and you begin to look at this book with that level of understanding, and, and listen, going off of all the other things we already talked about in this podcast, right? We understand who God is. We, we have a, a reverence for him, as we talked about last week. Now, we're listening, and the authority yeah. with which he is able to speak, we are listening, listening to him speak through the pages or through the words on these pages. And with that understanding, this book just takes on a completely different uh, a different everything yeah. than any other book that we have. Yeah, it's always interesting. I'm sure you've heard or at least seen alluded to the idea of, you know, people suggesting that, well, you know, if I if I had been around when Jesus was yeah. on earth and I could have heard him speak directly to me or, or if God would just today come down and just tell me what he wants out of my life, then that would just have such an impact on us. And I, I think what you were just talking about is we have to recognize the reality that that's exactly what he's doing right. when we open up the Bible and we allow him to speak to us in that way. That's what he is doing. And I love that passage in, in 2 Timothy chapter 3 
Because right after it says that all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God, it begins by saying it's profitable. I love that word because that's what God's Word is to us. It's profitable. It's important, and it's good for us. And it'll go on to say it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, instruction, righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. And that, to me, really summarizes what listening to God does. Listening to God is good for me, it's profitable, and it makes me complete. There's nothing lacking if I allow God to speak to me and I listen and I engage in what he has to say, I walk away from that complete because he gives me everything that I need in that regard. And that's the approach that we have to take when we we listen to God, not just well, I'm kind of paying attention here and there. Like, you know, sometimes I think my kids are listening, you know, <laughs> right. sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't listen so well, but they can act like they listen pretty well. Now, that's not That's not the type of listening we need to do here. We need to be fully engaged in it because we know every word that emanates from God is profitable for me and it's going to make me complete. Yeah, and this is listen, this is a possibility of understanding that we can get to. I think sometimes, you know, people will will kind of paint the picture that, you know, that's just not, you know, an understand a possibility of understanding that I can get to that when I'm reading through the Bible that that's actually, you know, coming from God, it is his words. But I'm telling you, we're foolish to think that we're not able to do that yep. because we do that exact same thing all the time, mm-hmm. especially now, maybe even more than, you know, in the past, you know, 50 years or so. I mean, it is every time that you read an email written from someone, you're not hearing their voice, right. but you, you, you're reading it as their words. You know yeah. it's coming from them. And maybe even more so the texting, the mm-hmm. amount of texting that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not listening right. verbally to that person. We're reading words. And we acknowledge in every way that if you send me a text asking me a question or telling me to do something, I, I can read it and know, well, this is John talking. Yeah. We do that all the time. And yeah. so that level of understanding is there for us. And so so the faith that you know comes from it is now to get to the point where I can understand that this now is coming from God, that the words that I'm reading are from Him, from the Creator. And now it takes on a completely different meaning mm-hmm. when I'm able to read it and to understand. This is what God wants me to know. This is what God wants me to understand. Yeah. This is the direction that God wants me to go in. And so if I'm trying to work on my relationship with Him, which... This is, this is what this podcast is about. Now I'm going to be listening, mm-hmm. and hopefully I'm going to be listening carefully. Yeah, and you know I know you're a much more avid reader than I am, but but I've I've read enough to know that when I'm reading, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, either one, a lot of times I'll I'll read or today I'll listen to books being read or, or that type of thing, and I'm doing so for either enjoyment which in that situation I usually listen to something very passively. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just wanting to be entertained. Sure. And so I'm going to read it or I'm going to listen to it, but I'm going to do so somewhat passively because the only intent is for it to entertain me. And perhaps sometimes then we may read or listen to like nonfiction where it's like a self-help book of some sort or something like that and there's there's certain skills or wisdoms that I want to glean from that. And so I may make mental notes of a few of the key points that stick out to me. But in either of those situations, I don't approach the book that I'm reading or that I'm listening to 
as every word from that should be something that I'm just glued to and is just so important to me that I can't take myself away from it because I might miss one single word that the author wants me to read or to listen to. But that's exactly what the Bible is. And that's exactly the point that Paul Paul is making there in 2 Timothy chapter 3, that all of it is inspired by God, and all of it is profitable, and you need all of it to be complete. And so that's we, we have to approach God's Word much differently as a result than we would approach any other book that we may read or listen to, because no other book can make that claim. There's absolutely no other book on the face of planet Earth that can make that claim, that every word of it is profitable, and that every word of it will make you complete. Only God's Word can make that claim. And so when I read God's Word, I do so much differently than I read any other book. And I read it time and time again, and I pour over every word, and I make sure that I can understand it. And if I don't, then I meditate on it, and I think about it, and I study it deeper until I do. It comes with a much greater weight than any other book would because of what it does for me. And, and, and that's, what, that's what our uh, study of Scripture should do. It should really indicate to God how important he, Him speaking to us is in our lives because of how we approach it and how seriously we take it. Yeah, I mean, now you know we're getting into you know kind of our attitude now, and mm-hmm. you know we have that understanding of of God and, and and who He is, and now we have His Word, and if that understanding is there, I'm going to approach His Word, the Bible, in a very different way than I approach any other thing. Yeah, and so you know I have you know kind of written down in front of me, you know, there's an incredible passage, uh, a chapter in the Book of Psalms. Uh, Psalm 119, mm-hmm. and, and it's known for a lot of different things. Number one, it's the longest chapter, you know, in the Bible. That's probably what it's known for the most. Um, it, it's it, it generally will sit pretty close to the dead center mm-hmm. of your Bible. Yep. So if you're ever open there, it it, it looks like you are literally, and you are literally yeah. almost in the dead center of your Bible. But what what also is interesting is it, it's written in an acrostic form, which is a specific type of poetry where the alphabet is used to kind of it kind of works with the alphabet at the beginning of each line. But also, what makes one nineteen Psalm one nineteen stand out is each and every verse makes reference to God's word in yeah. some some way or capacity, and there is a lot in there specifically about our attitude to, mm-hmm. uh, towards it, and, and to the point that we've kind of began with of now approaching it and understanding the importance to approach it with our all is certainly there. I'll give you just two quick examples of that. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 2, Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. That's the incredible phrase that we have. Verse 10, With my whole heart I have sought you. Let me not wander from your commandments. You can see that again in verse 34, again in verse 69. It is... This understanding that I'm giving everything that I have to this. You made reference to other books that we may read or, or things that we, you know, may be listening to or hearing where we're giving some of our mind to or mm-hmm. some of our heart to. Well, well, God's Word, it, because of what it is and where mm-hmm. it comes from, it, it deserves all that yeah. I have. So all of my intellect, all of my emotions, all of my conscience, all of my will, everything poured into it. And, uh, you know, that's one thing for me that kind of stands out with that phrase, whole heart. We don't yeah. use a whole lot, but it really is interesting when we start to apply it towards now my study of God's Word. Yeah, you know, we've all been in those situations probably where we're talking to someone 
and you know they're scrolling on their phone or they're you know looking at something else and and we can tell that they're not giving us their full attention right and sometimes that's fine because sometimes I don't need someone's full attention because what I have to say to them maybe it isn't that important to begin with and so if they don't want to give me their full attention that's fine I understand that but there are times where we do need someone's full attention and when we need their full attention you can't be looking at your phone or carrying on a side conversation with someone else or doing something else. No, you have to stop and you have to look at the person. You have to make eye contact and make sure that they're listening. You communicate clearly because whatever you're saying is important and you need to make sure that they hear it and they understand it. That's to your point in Psalm 119. That, that is the point that's being made that God's word is so important that I treasure it. I desire it. I long for it. All of these descriptive words that the psalmist uses there to describe God's word, that's really an indication of just how important it is. This isn't something that you're going to look at while distracted and glean what you need to glean from it. This is something that you need to give your entire attention to and your full focus to. And so when we sit down to study God's word, let's let's do just that. Let's put everything else aside make whatever time we need to make so that we can sit down and be fully devoted and fully attentive to what God has to say to us because what he has to say is that important. It demands and deserves our full attention. And so when we, we can see how in, important that is in, in interactions that we have with one another, but I think sometimes we, we don't give God that same, that same importance and that same level of focus where you know sometimes we'll flip, we'll read a verse here and there, or you know, we'll read enough of the, the the chapter that we're in to fill out our Bible class questions or whatever it is, and then we move on with our day. That's not giving God our full attention. That's not giving him our full focus. That's not giving him the respect that we talked about last week when we turn to open up his word and allow him to speak to us. He deserves all of us, and he deserves all of our attention. Yeah, you know, the, you know the the example they are using of you know our communicating with other people, especially if we have something really important, you know, to tell them. You know, what kind of popped into my mind is you know sometimes we do that with our kids, right? Yeah. You've got you know something really important to tell them. You're going to make sure they don't have anything in their hands. They're sitting down. You, you mm-hmm. may, as you said, yeah, you know, you look, you know, look me right here in the eyes. We're going to, and, and then we'll preface it almost yeah. all the time. Listen, I've got something really important mm-hmm. to tell you, or I've got something I really need you to listen closely to, right? We'll preface it with some phrase because what we have to say always isn't the most important right, thing, right? That's right. So yeah. now we're going to preface it. And, you know, when we talk about what we have in the Bible and how special and how unique it is, that, that preface almost could be at the beginning of every verse, right? I mean, yeah. at the beginning of every single paragraph, this is this is a really important. You yeah. need to you need to pay very close attention to this. And now, you know, that's God telling us. Now he doesn't do that, but in essence, that's what it is. And what makes it so special is where it comes from, right? It comes from God and mm-hmm. an understanding of who he is and and an understanding of what he's all about. Now, if I've got that understanding, that's why a lot of these episodes have kind of been building upon one another, right? We have that understanding of God. I have that understanding of who he is. I have that desire to have a close relationship with them. Now I'm going to listen very, mm-hmm. very carefully to what he has to say because he's taken the time to talk to me. Yeah. And, I mean, you start to think about that again. We talked about that, I think, last week with, you know, the idea that it, what an incredible thing it is 
that I can have a, this close, intimate relationship with God, and it's because he is the one that wants to have a yep. relationship with me. Yep. And now he wants to speak to me. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen yep. to that because he has now taken the time to talk directly to me, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of ways of what we have there in 2 Timothy 3. Yeah, it is. I've got, so I've got two girls at home, as you know, and my older one, she has a mind of a, she's got a steel trap for a mind. She doesn't forget anything. The younger one, heart of gold, but the child forgets everything. And so sometimes when I have something important to tell her, I have to sit her down. Sometimes I even kind of grab her face to make sure she's paying attention, and I'll tell her what I need to tell her, and then I have her repeat back to me what mm-hmm. I just said because that's the only way that she's going to remember what I just said if we go through that, that type of a process. And I think sometimes that, in, in, a, in, a, in a way, is what we're doing when we spend time in God's Word and we study it and we meditate upon it, and then we're able to teach it mm-hmm. and we're able to tell other people about it. That's where God has set us down and He's grabbed us by our face and He's told us very clearly what He wants us to know, and then we're able to repeat it back to Him. Or in this instance, we're able to go tell someone else what we just sat down and we read and then we understand and we studied. And that that is the level of listening that we need to do with God's Word. We need to be enthralled by what he has to say so that it impacts us so deeply that we can then go tell other people about it. And that's really where true understanding comes from, when we're able to read something, study it, and then go explain it to someone else. That's where true understanding has been developed. And so when we approach God's Word, we have to approach it in that sense. Do I understand this clearly enough that I can then go take it and tell it to someone else? And that is an indication that I've listened to what God has told me. That's an indication that I've given it the attention that it deserves, that I have, been, I have processed, processed it so, un, so deeply that I can now go talk to someone else about it. And I think that's the level of listening and communicating with God that we need to strive for. And, and if we can't do that, then that may be an indication that we need to sit down and maybe devote ourselves to it a little more deeply so that we get to that point. Yeah, and, it, and when we get, you know, another word that, you know, the psalmist uses, Psalm 119, is that idea of delighting in God's Word. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's how you get to that level. That's how you get to the level of delight. You know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're painting a picture of some you know, some things that people don't like to do sometimes, right, of opening a book. Maybe it's a textbook of a, a, a class that you're taking in school, and you're reading from it, and you really need to read it closely. But we don't like doing stuff like that. It, it's just not something we enjoy. It's not something, yeah. you know, that we're about. And, and we're talking about that you've got to give that level of, of intellect. You've got to give that level of focus but yet at the same time, it's an understanding of who it is that's speaking mm-hmm. and how exciting that is, right? right? It's exciting yeah. that God is telling me this. And so I, I want to know. I want to know what he wants to tell me. I, I want to know what he wants to tell me next. And mm-hmm. then we turn the page, and I want to know what, he, what else he has to say. You know, it, it is, you know, now you get to the point that you are, you're, loving, you're loving it. You are delighting in it. You're wanting to tell other people about it. You're, you're having all of these feelings because it is God who is speaking to you. It, mm-hmm. it is the same thing that if you went to the mailbox one day and you had a letter and in the return sender it said God, 
right? Yeah. I mean, it is that. Yeah. How quickly you would you be opening <laughs> that envelope? To, what, what do you have? You know, what's he have to say? Yeah. Well, that's what we have right yeah. here. It, it is what he has given us. He wants us to know these things, and now I, I want to know what he wants me to know, mm-hmm. and I want to know that badly. And so now I'm going to dig into it. I'm going to focus on it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to tell other people about it because of who it is that has sent it, right? Yeah. Who it is that is speaking. Yeah. A good a good example of that is in First Corinthians chapter two. And Paul is is one who, you know, we know a little bit about his early life. And I mean he studied at the feet of the best Jewish scholars that were out there. I mean he was he was trained in the law. He understood it. He knew it as well as anybody would have at the, at that point in time. And, and yet when he writes to the Corinthians, he says, I didn't come to you with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now, Paul was an educated man. Right. He knew a lot, and he probably had a lot that he could have said. But the point that he makes there is, I didn't come to you with any of that stuff. That stuff was, that's not what I was interested in. I came to you focused on bringing to you the words of God. I was focused on knowing Jesus Christ and him crucified. And that's a great indication of of how Paul recognized how important it was to listen to God. Not all the scholars. He had that background. He knew it all. But that's not what was important because all of those scholars could say all that they wanted to him, and it paled in comparison to how important the things that God had to say to him were. And so when he came to the Christians in Corinth or anywhere else that he was traveling and preaching, this was the attitude that he had. I'm coming to you, uh, explaining to you and telling you nothing more than Jesus Christ and him crucified because that's what's important. And that really should indicate to us that we should have the same, the same attitude toward the Scriptures, that there, there's a lot of background noise and there's a lot of people who know a lot of things. And some of those things are really interesting. Some of them can even be helpful, but it's not God. It's not God speaking. And so we give the Word much greater attention, and we study it with much more detail and intent than we ever would anything else that man would write. Because no matter how educated they are, they're not God. There's only one place to find the words of God. And so when we open up the Bible, we do so with a reverence unlike anything else that we would we would read because we know where it's come from. Yeah, and I mean, listen, that, that's what a relationship is, right? I mean, this whole podcast has been on, you know, really working and developing our relationship with God. And we've paralleled, you know, with that, the physical relationships that we have in this world, whether it be with your spouse or whether it be with a close friend. And we've made the point, and everybody knows this. It's not just we're not teaching anybody anything Mm -hmm. to have a really good, intimate, close relationship with somebody. Those are built on communication, and it's built on communication both ways, right, give and take. You're not the closest of friends with the person who only is speaking to you and never listens, right? Mm. You're never the closest of friends with that person. You're the closest of friends with the people where there is a give and take in communication. You are speaking to them, and they are listening. They are speaking to you, and you are listening. That's how a relationship is built, and that's where we are now with God, right? We've talked a lot about our communicating with him, talking to him, and and how unbelievable it is that he's willing to listen. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, in order to have a great relationship with God, we've got to reciprocate that. He wants to talk to us. Yeah. So I've got to be willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And I want to listen because I want to have a great relationship with God. Listen, that is something we understand. We understand yeah. the communication, how important it is to a close relationship, and it is no different than this relationship with God. Yeah, and that, that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. If, if we approach reading the Bible and studying it and meditating upon it as a chore, that's an indication that we we don't understand what we're holding, and we right. certainly don't have the relationship with God that, that we've been talking about over the past several weeks. Because as you pointed out, listening to our best friend, we would never approach that as a chore. In fact, we want to do that. If they have something they want to tell us, we're going to be eager to hear it because right. we're friends, and that's what friends do. If we approach studying the Bible as a chore, and it's like, man, i got to open that thing up again because it's almost time to go to Bible class, you know, we, we need to go back to square one and evaluate what we truly want to have with God because opening up His Word should be seen as a great privilege and an opportunity that we have to listen to Him and to, to better understand what He wants to tell us. And no matter how many times we've opened it, the next time... There, he's going to have more to say to us. And if you've read something 30 times, read it 31. And, and each time, he's going to speak to you, and it can change your life in, in meaningful and deep ways. But we just need to approach this with a recognition that we are privileged to hold God's words in our hands and to listen to what he has to say. And that will change our perspective on Bible study and it will certainly deepen that relationship that we have with him. So with that said, let's go ahead and wrap things up for today. Uh, this was a great conversation uh, in regards to listening to God and, and developing a deeper relationship with him in that way. We're going to spend one more uh, time uh, talking about this subject next week. We're going to talk about meditating on God's Word and what that really means. So hopefully you can join us for that. We want to thank everyone for their time today. And uh, if you haven't uh, listened to some of the past episodes or you've missed a few of those, please go back and take a listen. You can find those on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform that you choose. Or as always, you can check out our website, traderspointchurch.org, and those audio files are there as well. So thanks for your time, and we'll talk to you again next week.